Hello people, Rethinking Lost is back. In this episode, we return to our hiatus-style podcasting roots, and we rethink a couple of spoilers that the Dark UFO site decided not to reveal prior to the series finale. We also talk about a few other things, so we hope you enjoy the show, and hello again. everybody and welcome to a long overdue episode 43 of Rethinking Lost. I'm Scott Copperman, my co-host Elton McManus is here, and we're both still here, still thinking once in a while about Lost. Yes, quite a lot actually. Yes. I have to admit, I I tend to find myself thinking about what happened in season 3, season 2 and stuff like that, but yeah, I'm pining ever so slightly for it. Although I think it's made better because I know it's all over now. In the hiatus, you just tend to, oh, come on, hurry up, get to the new season. But now it's all over. There's nothing really to look forward to. I'm just uh, gently moseying along, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be interested to see if there's any extra things that are kind of leaked out of the upcoming Comic-Con. I imagine there'll be some some sort of promotion for the DVDs and stuff that are coming. But Yeah. And that extra 15 or 20 minutes that's supposed to be lurking around, I, I'm i assuming, I've, I've heard a couple of things, that it's only going to be in the, the big box sets where you buy seasons one to six and on the Blu-rays as well. Yeah, I have heard that they're looking to make it worthwhile for people to buy all the the complete set and that there will be things on the season six only set, but that there's there's some inequity in there, so... I don't know. A lot of it seems to make its way onto YouTube. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll buy uh, season six so that I have all the seasons. But yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be getting season six and then hunting down on YouTube all the stuff that I've missed out on. Yeah, if there's something that's incredible and must have that you want to have a permanent version, if you wait a little while, I'm sure the price will drop. <laughs> You'll be able yeah. to get seasons one through six eventually at a much more reasonable price. Yeah, have you seen the prices? Well, I know it's a little bit different for you, but the prices of, I know, silly stuff like James Bond, like the full collection on DVD, it's just a stupid price at the moment. Yeah. Not that I buy James Bond or anything, but yeah. <laughs> well, we should give just a, a little bit of background for uh, explaining the little bit of quiet that's gone on. Uh, if you're a regular listener to the show, then you know that we did do a two-part finale discussion. Uh, We had just some poorly timed issues with our our host, which is Podbean. We had kind of maxed out the uh, bandwidth, not bandwidth, but the file size we were allowed to have there. So there was a little bit of delay there. And we had a couple issues offline. We also produced another podcast called An Apotheosis of a Bombast. Uh, It's at bombastpodcast.podbean.com. And we had kind of let that be on the back burner while Lost was going full steam ahead and and needing attention every five to six days. And we have been putting some time into that. Uh, We hope you will check it out if you haven't already. Our plan is to to continue to produce Rethinking Lost, uh, 
but just not on a weekly basis, you know, and not necessarily on this once a month basis that it may seem at the moment. Somewhere in the middle, every you know, two to three weeks when there's something interesting, and it either it'll be reacting to bits of news that are out there, or our main emphasis is going to be kind of what we had done when we first started the podcast, uh, what we called our hiatus style, which would be rethinking what people used to think about Lost. And now that we know 2020 hindsight, <laughs> let's go back and take a look and, and see what was right, what was wrong, all that kind yeah. of thing. And it's a situation where you can say hindsight is a wonderful thing as well. Yes. So if you're hearing this through the Lost Podcasting Network, I don't know what the fate of that will be. I encourage you to subscribe to us directly, um, whether it's through iTunes or Zoom or right on the uh, rethinkinglost.podbean.com website. You, there's all different source things you can can subscribe through. And you know we will be producing content for quite some time, and we hope to have some guests from some of the other podcasts that have shut down come and, and participate. So we hope you'll stick with us. So I guess uh, we might as well get, get right to it here. It's been a while since the finale. It's been a little over a month now. Yeah, it has, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was like a, an exhale moment <laughs> after after we did our podcast and we listened to everybody else's podcasts. And there wasn't, or I haven't seen the big lost purge. I thought I might see on Twitter. I, I don't know how to put it really, but I guess I envisioned my follower count going from 170 down to like 70 <laughs> once lost ended. But it's been nice that the community has kind of stayed together. Yeah, everyone's still on there and talking away, aren't they? It's just not necessarily about Lost. I think they've moved on to brighter things and recapping on lots of other stuff as well, aren't they? Yeah, and I think that's what's going to happen over time. If you don't have that common interest, you'll either find new common interests between you or you might end up going your separate ways. Everybody's kind of looking for the next Lost out there. There is a TV show called Persons Unknown. Is that on the air where you are? No, I haven't heard of it. It might be on there, but I haven't heard of it it's yet. It's on NBC here. So far, four episodes in, it's pretty interesting. It's It's got a lot to wonder about and no answers. <laughs> and I, I don't know what the fate of the show is. My understanding is it's supposed to be simply like a three-month run of episodes. and it, People seem to like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. The first three episodes I liked more than the fourth. The fourth kind of started to take that little bit of a turn. It made me twinge a little bit, but <laughs> I, I was thinking, though, it, there were many peaks and valleys with Lost, and, and it certainly wasn't a big, sharp turn. It just was It was a different style episode. It was after three episodes of, of mysteries and questions, you started to get a focus on individual characters. And yeah. I'm not saying very much about it, but I, I would encourage you to take a look at it. Hopefully it's going to stick through. You guys know I'm I'm a fan of Paul Goebel, the king of TV, the TV geek from the old uh, Beat the Geeks TV show. And I actually emailed him and, and asked him a couple questions, what he knew about it. He believes it's going to be a show that makes it through to the end. They cool. won't yank it without answers. So I, I at this point, I endorse that. Cool. I'll try and hunt that down then. There's also an alternate reality game, which is not affiliated with Lost, but it reminds me from what I've seen so far of the original Season 1, Season 2 hiatus alternate reality games they had. It goes by basically the description Bluebird AR. Uh, You can find it at a link we'll put in the show notes. If you Google 
SHC1970, which is my Twitter ID, and Bluebird, you will get uh, a tweet that I had referred to it and put a link in there. Oh. But it's abc.net.au. It's not ABC Television who made Lost. It's, I think it's an Australian broadcasting company. Yeah, I think AU's Australian, isn't it? Yeah. It looks like an interesting thing, and I don't know anything about it. I haven't done it much other than poke around some. It's got a lot of those fake company websites. And um, what, what was the girl's name? Rachel? Rachel Rachel Blake. Rachel Blake. It, it has yeah. a very Rachel Blake kind of feel to it from what I've seen so far. And the main page for it, which we'll ha- again we'll have in the show notes or you can get on my Twitter link, is pretty inviting. It tells you the story so far, how to get involved, who the characters are. It looks like it could be kind of cool. So if anybody does check it out, please do let us know what you think about it. And, you know, I, it's on my to-do list. I just don't have time to do <laughs> to do what I want to do. Oh, I might dive into that. Yeah, I think it looks pretty cool. I've tried to get into these ARs, but I haven't really had much luck so far, so I might dive into that one. Yeah, I, I believe, if I can summarize it well enough, there's a company that has some sort of project they want to do, and then Kyle, Bluebird's lead atmospheric science researcher, is a whistleblower who basically leaked that Bluebird is not as good as everybody thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And so then it's who's right, who's wrong, and you've got the evil corporation, you've got the, the underdog. It just looks pretty cool. And I guess it's you can create parts to it. It probably has a bunch of Twitter accounts to it. and so It looks like it's pretty awesome. Could be awesome, I should say. Yeah. So, we'll, again, look for that. It's Bluebird AR, and again, you can find it if you search SHC1970 and Bluebird. Cool. All right, so getting back to a bit of a rethinking lost... What we thought we'd do today is the Dark UFO website, which I haven't been on in oh, so long. But what we have today are a collection of spoilers that uh, the people in charge of the Dark UFO site opted not to share. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten spoilers. Cool. Okay. And they did it for, quote, the greater good. So uh, he revealed these on May 24th. 171 comments and 12 reactions have been to it, but all we care about is Elton's reactions. So I'll let you know what they were, and why don't you tell me whether you think it would have made a big deal to know that mm. or not. Okay, are they, are they going to be in order of like the, the season finale, or as events occur no. in there? Or? No, they're just kind of random. So you can you can look at it as if you only knew this, or if you only knew certain ones. Ah, okay. Alright, some, some are relatively minor, some I think are, are pretty big. Cool. So, Go on then, hit me. Yeah, try to try to imagine you don't know these going in. So what, where are we? Let's look at it that way. Where are we when we get to the end? What do you know up to that point? Uh, we know that Jack has been passed over as the new Jacob. Okay. Um, what else do we know? God, there's so much more that we know. Did we know Richard was okay at that point? No, Richard was... Widmore was shot before? <gasps> yeah, Widmore was, was shot dead. Before. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure about Richard. We didn't know about um, Lapidus either. I'm okay. pretty sure, yeah, they found him floating in the water in, in the end as well, didn't they? Yes. All right, well, you leave it to you to try to, to draw the line. So, and listeners, you too, try to see if you think this, this would have affected your enjoyment. Okay. All right, so Christian's body arrives in Los Angeles at a church arranged by Desmond. No, I don't... Oh. No, I don't think that would have affected anything, to be honest. I don't think so either, because I think you already knew Desmond was planning something. Yeah, he was just darting around. You knew the body was somewhere. Yeah, 
the church. You figure the church is probably going to be involved in some way. I don't think that gives much away at all. No, and we'd already seen Desmond actually phone up Jack and say that they found the body because yes. he was pretending to be from Oceanic, wasn't he? Yep, you're right. Next up, Juliet is David's mother. Uh, it wouldn't have spoiled anything. I think we all nine on everyone guessed that, didn't they? Yeah. I, I'll tell you what I think it would have done is misdirected me a bit. Because even though I believed that, if if I heard that was a spoiler, like it was a big deal, I think I would have thought, ooh, maybe there's more to Juliet and Jack. There really was nothing about Juliet and Jack other than they were together once. But did they even interact in the uh, finale? Other than to say hi? <laughs> they they said hello. They didn't even like brush up against each other or anything like that, did they? It, it seemed like a very... Coca-Cola advert type thing. A very happy family with Jack going, Hi, Mrs. Whatever. And she was like, Oh, hello, Mr. Shepherd. And David jumped in like the, the kid pushed on stage with like a can of Coke in his hand going, Hi, Mum and Dad. Yeah, I would have thought there was more tension between them. The way we first met David, he was calling the house and the mother wasn't there and it didn't seem like there was good communication. It, even though we all figured it was Juliet, I would have thought there would have been... Jack and Sawyer uncomfortable together, or some sort of tension. But yeah, there, there just didn't seem to be any. No tension between them. No, it, it didn't seem like that, did it? No. Alright, uh, next up. Desmond and Eloise have an interesting conversation at a benefit concert. Uh, see, at that time we knew that Eloise was sus. She totally knew what was going down. She... Hmm... And she was warning Desmond off as well, wasn't she? But just just by being told that they had a conversation, we don't know the ins and outs of the conversation, so I don't think it would have spoiled much anyway. Although, did he, did he say, was it in the, the episode, the end, that he said, right, we've got to go to... A, no, it was, it was the episode before that they said that they're going to a concert anyway, uh, that Desmond was going to take Kate to a concert, so... Right, this may, have been, this may have been something available way in advance too mm. but the interesting conversation was basically just that he wasn't going to take Faraday mm. so yeah I would agree I, it, unless it was some well even if it was way in advance even if this was early in season 6 none of these things so far give away the fact that it was a purgatory no they no. all could have been a flash an alternate reality or an epilogue yeah there's no points towards the afterlife or anything like that is there at all Right. See, I think those three so far, I agree, they're all pretty minor. All things that you kind of knew were coming anyway. Mm. All right, number four. I'll give you three. There's three parts to it. Go on then. Part A. Jack and Locke get into a huge fight. I think we all knew that was coming anyway. Jack is stabbed badly. Oh, that would have ruined something, I think. Doesn't say whether he dies or not, but you, that would have, I think, made me think of the scar on his stomach. Which yeah. I, we had kind of started to guess might be... Related, but we never knew what it was. I didn't get that until you pointed that out to me. I really didn't. And now I'm I'm, I'm in an iron about it. But with Jack getting stabbed, I think that would have ruined it a little bit, pointing towards the direction of ruining the final shot. Mm. Yeah, you would probably assumed that he would have died from that relatively immediately. Yeah, and then you might have guessed the final shot. Yeah. And then part three, Locke gets killed by Kate. I don't... Now, nowhere in here does it say smoke mm. monster. If you just saw that, there would have been people who said this all happened in The Flash Sideways. Mm. Looking at it, knowing what we know now, obviously they're talking about 
on island. Yeah. Yeah, you, you could have taken it both ways, couldn't you? Because Desmond had to show people a glimpse of what, what the flash sideways was. Mm-hmm. And at that point, Jack hadn't had it. So Jack being stabbed could have been could have happened in either timeline and might have ruined your enjoyment. You might have been waiting for it to happen in the, the alternate timeline. And so when it doesn't happen, you're left a little bit disappointed. Yeah, you could have interpreted that as... Jack and Locke in the flash sideways get in a fight, especially if this was before you had seen Jack kind of meddle and, and meet Anthony Cooper and, mm. and Locke resist the help. You could have seen, oh, oh, this must be where they get in a fight. The idea mm. that Jack would get stabbed badly, you saw Locke get hit by a car. And even if you saw part of it or didn't know the whole story yet, but you saw Locke get hit by the car by Desmond and survive, and then Desmond kind of recruits Kate for help. Maybe he's looking to finish the job. There were so many people who thought Desmond was looking for revenge. Depending on the timing of this, you could have completely misunderstood it. But Yeah, definitely. Going into the finale, that would have really affected it for me. Knowing at that point, going to the end where we were, that basically tells you that the smoke monster loses. Yeah, that takes all the edge off the finale, though, doesn't it? So yeah. that's the first one out of that list so far. Yeah, and I, I think it depends on the timing, but yeah, either way, it could do a lot of damage. Take away from the enjoyment. Yeah. Okay, next up, this one, we'll do two parts. Part one, on the island, when Desmond puts the light out in the heart of the island, it makes Locke mortal and causes the island to start to sink. Mm, that ruins a little bit of a twist. That would have spoiled it for me, definitely. That would have been horrible to know, actually, knowing I I love the reveal of it once Jack has actually thumped uh, lock in the face and you're like oh, he's bleeding it's like that Superman moment when he mm-hmm. sees himself bleeding and you're like oh wicked oh yeah exactly that's a great analogy yeah well you know and it, it does take away one of the big on island big suspense parts because so much of the end was this flash sideways reuniting that was going on yeah yeah there was it was the drama on the island was the other part of the story and if you take out the whole they're going to the cave and Locke and Jack are kind of betting each other, like, you go go ahead and try to turn that off. See what happens. Yeah, they're all, almost egging each other on to do exactly the same thing. I'm going to send Desmond in to go do that. You go right ahead, send Desmond in and watch what happens. <laughs> I want you to send him in. Yeah. Oh, do you? Well, I want you to want him to And go so down here there. you would know what ended up... Well, that would have been an interesting thing if that's all you knew, because it's kind of half of what each of them wanted. It makes Locke mortal, but the island starts to sink. And there was, when you watched it, that kind of like, crap, it's sinking. Ooh, he's mortal, but oh, it's yeah. still sinking. What are they going to do? Well, part two of that is that Jack gets the light to come back on and stop the sinking. That would have spoiled so much because you're, without knowing that the afterlife is the other timeline, then you know that the island's below the water there. Yeah. And so knowing that he hasn't sunk the island in the real timeline would have just totally ruined it. And then you would have been, oh, okay, so it doesn't sink, but no, it is sunk on there, so what's that? Are they connected? They can't be connected. What's going on? Yeah, I hear you. For me, that was one of the hardest parts of the ending drama there for me to accept, just because we saw that Man in Black went in the cave and came out of the smoke monster. Desmond was supposedly the only one who could go in there and do it. When Desmond went down there, there were those skeletons... And then you saw Jack basically go down and do everything Desmond did. And I know Jack died, and Desmond, we assume, didn't. Mm. 
but it just didn't turn out to be such a bad place to go. And I don't know if that's because, just like Jacob made his own rules, Mother made the rules of don't go in there, it's worse than death to go in there. Yeah, just looking upon that scene, we saw the man in black, he floated down the uh, the cave, and obviously the smoke monster was released. Is it possible, we, we've said on previous uh, episodes that part of his soul was maybe entwined into that, or he's something in him was removed and so his body was just discarded at the other end of the cave and so thus he became the smoke monster wandering around was the smoke monster down there almost prowling like underneath the island as if the whole island was a a cork on top of him because we all know that he's got these caves and tubes that he can flow around and once he had a body down there then that was his escape. He could actually use the soul of that person that came down there, and that was it. All the smoke monster was released. It was like a prison down there to him. That's tough. It, it really would imply that the smoke monster was a third person, and it like leached itself onto the man in black, kind of like yeah. Spider-Man's black costume. That's why there was nothing else down there when Desmond and when Jack went down there. That's why they didn't turn into... But there are skeletons down there, though. There are skeletons down there because they're they're drawn to the power of the island. Somehow they they've found a way to get down on the path. Maybe they've been sent on the righteous path down towards the cave. And like we said, we said uh, you have to hit a bearing to get onto to the yeah. cave. Possibly, maybe someone's just wandered on that, and they ventured down there and either can't get out or something has happened to them. But there's no, smoke mo- sm- there's no smoke monster down there to actually attach itself to. I see. The smoke monster's already been released, so that's between year zero in Lost and year 2004. I think I'm more inclined to think that the smoke monster is, is what the Man in Black is turned into, and I would probably rationalize it as it's the end result of Mother's warning that when she made the rules and she said they couldn't kill each other and to go in there would be a fate worse than death, mm-hmm. that that... The fate was actually turning into the smoke monster. Maybe there's something else down there, a, a force or an energy, and combining that with the soul of someone turns it into the smoke monster, maybe. So in hindsight, do you think it's... Do you think of it as a monster or just a, a man who felt so hurt and so betrayed that after thousands of years he became a monster of a person who developed a monstrous personality but I, that, I, I see mean, that as a, a soul or a spirit of someone floating around the island when we see Kate hiding in the bamboo things or Mr. Echo looking over his shoulder and you see that little wisp of smoke go that, that, that's just a spirit of someone just wandering around obviously the man in black so you think he was, do you think if Jacob had been the one that fell in, mm-hmm. you think that he would have changed in the same way, personality-wise as well? I I don't think he would have changed personality-wise. I think he was quite happy, but quite vindictive to his brother and tried all his might to hold him onto the island. I think the guy, the man in black, is 
just cheesed off from being held on the island. He he wanted to go from year dot, didn't he? Mm-hmm. And over the centuries, he's just mm, come on. I want to go now. He he's not so much a monster. And, you know, if, we learned from across the sea to be quite humble towards him, didn't we? Yeah. Like, everyone felt a little bit sorry for him. You know, you know, all he wanted to do was leave, but possibly to corrupt when he comes back. And so that's the reason for him not to be able to leave. But even in the end, he didn't. He didn't want to leave to corrupt. He wanted to just destroy the island. He just he hated that place so much. Well, I can't he, blame him for that. But he was never looking to go and spread his evil, or he never wanted to get off the island or get on the airplane. He was always about just destroying the island, as um, it turns out. He wanted the boat, though, didn't he? He had a boat ready to go, so he was going to leave the island anyway. Oh, yeah, he had his own boat. That's a good point. I think he just wanted to get away from that poxy island. Right. What do you think of this interpretation? And I I wish I could think of the science fiction analogy that I'm thinking of, but I'm sure you've seen in other science fiction things there'll be something that, that draws energy, and then sometimes a person, a human or superhero or something, is standing too close and it draws their their energy. They they get tired because they're too close to the machine, and then mm-hmm. they're you no know, no you get back and you got to get away from it and build your strength back up. If you get too close, it it sucks the energy from you. Right. What if this light, this battery of of goodness, all that is good and pure and wonderful, draws that out of you as well? Yeah, by I'll being too close, that. it pulls that, and then what it leaves behind isn't necessarily just the evil, but because we had said a couple times, it seemed like Jacob and Man in Black were kind of two halves, or that Man in Black had been robbed of his his patience and his morals and such. Yeah, like a good black hole. Yeah, just, you know, a little bit of contact, you know, you might recover from it, but Man in Black was down there, and the fate worse than death is that you just you your humanity is ripped from you in that sense. All all that is good from you, and what's left is just the anger, the rage, the 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 non good not evil but non goodness. I could go with that, but then surely wouldn't that affect either Desmond or uh, Jack? Maybe not so much Desmond because he's he's special. He's a special kind of guy. But with Jack, he's I know he's taken over the the role of Jacob, but he's still not aware, and surely he's got the ability to be destroyed in that sort of way because Jacob was had the ability to be destroyed because you know, Mother said so. Drain. You know, the man in black passed out, floated all the way down. Say he goes all the way down to the stopper. So he's <laughs> right on top of it, you know? Whereas, you know, Desmond backed out. You know, he, the, he wasn't actually off on the side. It wasn't like he collapsed right there at the spot. He... If I remember right, he was like five, ten feet away. Jack, mm. even when he blacked out, it was he put it back in, but then he fell off over to the side a little bit. Right, yeah. Mm. We're, we're ah. probably thinking too much about it, but I, it's th- my point was this whole idea that Jack gets the light back on and stops the sinking. Yeah, that's that's a plot point for me that. Um, I'm willing to buy into the magic. I'm willing to buy into the supernatural, and the pseudoscience isn't going to explain it. But I, 
it's a discontinuity for me between how why can Desmond and Jack and not this person you know why why some and not others so maybe yeah. it gets explained maybe it's not major but it would have ruined it a little bit for me as well knowing that they actually go into the cave it was just this ooh this cave ooh are we ever going to see down there ooh no we're not and then all of a sudden you find out that Jack's down there okay yeah the fine. fate worse than death is only apparently a fate worse than death for one person. One person. Like a mouse trap. Trip the mouse yeah. trap. It's it's all clear. Everybody can go. <laughs> Alright, we got a few more here. Um next up, Hurley becomes the new Jacob and Ben becomes his new Richard. Yeah, that would have mm, I wouldn't have wanted to know that at all. I don't know. I'd... The Hurley part I don't think would have I, I would have kind of been like, uh I could kind of I doesn't mean Jack doesn't leave the island. Maybe he gives it up. Doesn't mean he dies. I would have wondered how it all happened. But the Ben being his new Richard, I don't know. It doesn't ruin it, but it makes me wonder, I guess. It it doesn't ruin it, but when you've got Ben stuck under a tree... Yeah, then you know at that point... You know, all the tension's lost from that that situation there, isn't it? Yeah, I'm not looking at it that way. You're right, that's... It might not ruin it going in, but there are points during the episode where to know, ah, this this part doesn't matter. It does take the drama out. Yeah. Although Hurley was never really in a situation where his life was at risk, was he? He was just sitting around waiting for stuff to happen and walking along. Oh, oh, Smokey's dead? Yeah, okay, fine, fair enough. Yeah, him becoming the new Jacob was kind of just, okay, let's do this. Got a cup, let's go. Yeah, it, that wouldn't have been a major surprise to me, I don't think. No. You knew if it wasn't going to be Jack, it was going to be Hurley. Yeah, fans' favorite Hurley. And, you know, Jack dying, that was a surprise of sorts, but the fact that Jack might not be Jacob at the end, that, that wouldn't have been such a mystery. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that we didn't actually get to see Jacob and Men in Black in the actual finale. It was... we. we we came along uh, to Jack yeah. with the Sawyer, didn't we? And it was already all over. So I'm glad that they weren't there for the finale because it's not a story. It is their story, but the Losties are our Losties, aren't they? So yeah, I'm kind of glad about that. Next up, the following people are all alive on the island. Rose, Bernard, Vincent, Desmond, Hurley, and Ben. I guess the implication is at the end. Yeah. Oh. Rose and Bernard, I think that's just... It would have pointed just towards a cameo for them, and I think... I think... I was kind of expecting them to turn up at some point. We all knew that Vincent was going to make it anyway, so we had to see Rose and Bernard with him, didn't we? Yeah. Um, it, It would have got me thinking about the people admitted from that list. Yeah, I, I think the big obstacle for me would have been Richard. Is he dead? I would have never thought he'd leave the island. Mm. And then I'd be wondering about Jack, too, because did he leave mm. the island or did he die? At that point, though, I would have been quite happy because I thought Richard died anyway when the smoke monster came along and thwacked him one and threw him across <laughs> miles of island. All right, uh, next one after that is the following people escape the island. Actually, it says fly off the island. Frank, Miles, Claire, Sawyer, Kate, 
and Richard. <laughs> I would have been peed off if I'd known that. Yeah, it completely removes a huge chunk of the story drama. Oh. One, you got Frank sitting in the middle of that list there, and I was not impressed. Once Frank was on screen, it was okay. It was the way that he popped up with life jackets all around and going, Hello! Hand waving around. Oh, look, there's the pilot. Oh, okay. That means we're going to use the plane. And I wasn't a big fan of the plane either. Do you know what I'd rather have? I'd rather have them find tin cans, like at the end of Jaws, (laughs) and they'd all join tin cans together and then swim, kicking their feet. I would have rather seen that than an actual plane flying over. (laughs) I don't know why, but (laughs) I just... No... You're not going to reverse a plane on the beach and then fly it off a beach. Well, let me change the timing of this a little bit. Let's say you knew this early in Season 6. So before you knew Frank was in the sub and that Sun and Jin are going to die. Mm. So early on, you don't still don't know if this is an epilogue or whatnot, and someone reveals, hey, during the season, not necessarily the finale, but sometime this season, Kate, Sawyer, Claire, Miles, Frank, and Richard are going to get off the island. That's all, well. It's less of a spoiler because obviously you don't know the impact of that. But that yeah. could have been misleading. Then you start to think Oceanic Six. Is that yeah. how everybody else gets off later? So I, the timing could have minimized that. But yeah, th- once you get to like the last month or so, if you hear that information, you're <laughs> you're ruined. Yeah, especially towards the very very end as well. Once yeah. once Sun and Jin are dead, then if you hear that, then you're like, oh okay. Fine, they're, they're doing the old switcheroo on me again. Yeah. Okay, two more we have here. Uh, Jate is fate. What does that mean? Jack and Kate are destined to be together. Oh, that's like the... Okay. I never really understood the... Soliet and... Soliet and... I understand that. But there's J-A other one. K-A... I don't know. But that... I think we kind of knew early on that it was Sawyer's destined to be with Juliet, or at least definitely not supposed to be with Kate. That's one thing that peed me off slightly about the the epilogue or afterlife or purgatory. Uh, with Sawyer meeting up with Juliet, I understand all their on-island shenanigans have brought them very close together, but it indicates that he didn't really have a life of anything after he he took off on the plane. He didn't really find anyone. Maybe he was quite happy just pottering around, sitting on his millions from Oceanic Flight 815 and keeping his daughter happy, I suppose. But it's kind of sad to know that he didn't really meet anyone significant after that. He may have made an effort to find Juliet's family and... Oh. You know, share the story and and just mm. gotten close to them and I mean he's not twenty two years old either he's he's a little older now and yeah maybe he got with Kate and they're happy to share their lives together and once they reach the the afterlife they're like okay fine let's split up because these are the people that we really want to be with anyway well think about that for a second with what are they going back to they're both criminals no she's. Kate, She's uh, cleared now, isn't she? Well, she was never supposed to leave the state of California. Oh, she's a criminal then. She's on the run. Mm. But, 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 it did seem that 
Benjamin Linus had the ability to really help her out during that original trial. So yeah. I guess with Hurley's help, they would be able to kind of help them get normal lives going. In. Mm. Well, yeah, just thinking about that, what, what do you think the actual air traffic control would have been saying as Al- Algira 316 was coming into land? It would be kind of like on Ghostbusters 2 when the Titanic turns up. Yeah, exactly, with all the seaweed on it. And <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, hello. You're not supposed to be here. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, you would think there has to be a lot of craziness to that. It's not like you can just wipe everyone's mind, like Man in Black, take out the little uh, pens and wipe everybody's mind clean. Yeah, which is why it was bad for an executive to turn around and say, I know, we'll just throw uh, wreckage on at the end, at the closing scenes. Yeah, there's still people who think that that means it crashed or that they mm. were dead all along. I don't think that anyone from... Uh, Lost should have actually come out and said anything. That should have just kept people thinking. There's a newspaper review by the Los Angeles Times. Los Angeles Times television critic. Who says, it turns out the passengers of Oceanic are all dead. Victims, if the end credit imagery is to be believed, of the same tragic plane accident that started the whole thing. Six seasons of polar bears, bachelor pad hatches, landlocked ships, etc., etc., etc. Were all apparently some sort of shared afterlife experience. So there's someone whose job it is for this major newspaper to review Lost and television in general who just didn't get it. It's completely misunderstood wow. that whole thing. That's possibly someone just jumping in on the final scene, just paid to watch it. Oh, okay, do I have to sit down? Oh, I don't really get it, but yeah, this happened, this happened. I'm sure it means this. And just cut them pasting from other people's stuff. Allegedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, she has 191 comments on it. It's from May 24th, 2010. Mary McNamara, Los Angeles Times television critic. Oh, day after. Yeah, so we can put this in uh, the show notes as well. All right, well, that leaves one spoiler that we didn't talk about yet. Okay. It's kind of rambling. I'll try to shorten it up here. In the alt, Saeed and Shannon outside a nightclub, Juliet and Sawyer the Apollo vending machine in the ho- in a hospital, Kate and Claire during labor at a benefit, Sun and Jin in the hospital, and Locke, after he wiggles his toe post-surgery, have these moments where they become aware of what they've gone through on the island. Hmm. And that's not all finale information, so that had to have been revealed early. It's not fin- that's all in the finale, though, isn't it? Well, Locke had it before. It, it would have ruined knowing... That what he was going through on the floor, because that didn't really give him the um, the open window, really, did it, to actually see what's going on on the other side of his afterlife when he got knocked over by Desmond. So right. that was just getting him into the hospital, really, wasn't it? Yeah. There was mm, there was no real need to actually knock the guy over. Poor guy. <laughs> the big spoiler is Said and Shannon being the pairing. Oh, yeah. Other than that, we all kind of knew that they were having epiphanies going through. And it doesn't Um, mention Desmond. It has to have been after Desmond had his, and Charlie had his, and and I guess Hurley. Although, We were having these. Yeah, we were on the the right sort of track, thinking that they're, they're seeing the other side of the coin, as it were. And hearing about these... 
I don't know. I don't think it would have ruined it. It doesn't really give much away. Although it just tells you that they the definitely where, have really. one. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you start to think, why not Anna Lucia? Why not Faraday? Hmm. Strange. I yeah. No, I, I, I don't think that would have ruined much for me. No, I don't think so either. Especially not going into the finale. Because nah. you kind of knew at that point, it was like the dominoes were falling. Hmm. And it was the big question was so what? Once they know what what are they going to do? Are they going to try to fix it? Try to get back to the other reality? Mm. And even that that was something we had thought early on that they might. A lot of people I remember saying like, well, this alternate reality is not the right place. They're going to realize it and they're going to try to get back to island time. But as the season went on, knowing that it was the last season, you kind of knew that wasn't going to be an option. Yeah. So it was going to have to be something else. Mm, out of this list, I think the the Kate Sawyer, Claire, Miles, Frank, and Richard flying off the island that would have been the big one. That would have ruined it. Yeah, you know, even halfway through the season, I think now. Oh yeah. But the others. Yeah, the actually the people who end up surviving on the island, that would have revealed very little to me because you kind of knew. Um, Rose and Bernard and Vincent weren't leaving. Yeah. You had a yeah, sense Desmond was going to be on the island again. Yeah. Hurley, you might have thought Jack never became the Jacob. Yeah, that one and the um, Jack stops the, the island from sinking. Them two would have destroyed it, I think. Yeah. They totally ripped the soul out of the, the finale. Yeah. I agree. Well, I'd like to go back at a future time and, and dig through some of the other spoilers, the things that people knew, whether it would have been a big deal to know that before, some of the fake spoilers and rumors that are out there. Mm. It'll be fun to kind of go through some of that, go through some of the analysis and predictions that people have. Yeah, definitely. There's the 100 questions that were in one of the songs we did. We'd like to refer to that, and yeah, there'll be a lot more. So I guess that's a good point to kind of wrap up today's episode, huh? Yeah, awesome. All right. Like going through that, I'm glad I didn't hit any of them. I stayed spoiler-free for the season, so yeah, yeah. yay me. <laughs> well, if you like our show, make sure you do check out An Apotheosis of a Bombast. You can find it on the various podcast distributors or bombastpodcast.podbean.com. Check back regularly for episodes. I'd say maybe every two weeks or so, two to three weeks, you can expect to see things. Watch us on Twitter. I'm at shc1970. Elton is at Elton McManus, all one word. There's a Facebook page for Rethinking Lost as well. Mm-hmm. And definitely do keep in touch. Yeah, if you want us to cover any aspects of Lost, then send in your emails to rethinkinglost at gmail.com and we'll definitely give it a go. And we'll see how we go from there. You can also stick, if you really feel inclined, stick stuff on the Facebook page as well, if you're on Facebook. well that sounds good thanks for keeping in touch with us guys thanks for keeping us in mind and we'll see you in a couple weeks yeah thank you very much guys and I'll see you soon alright bye